Are you looking to establish a powerful online presence for your brand? Look no further than Live the Dream Media. Our team of experts possess the capabilities and skills necessary to make it happen. From creating compelling content to analyzing data and making strategic decisions, we've got it covered. Don't let a lack of social media know-how hold you back. Visit ltdmedia.net for more information. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, coppercreekcookies.net. We can print anything on our soft vanilla logo cookies. We deliver them and other sweet treats locally. We are located at 4249 West Ina Road, Suite 121. Call us, 520-300-1131. We bake smiles. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, coppercreekcookies.net. Welcome back to the Local Miranda Podcast. It's your host, David Salmerano. I'm back. I'm here with a very special guest today, Coach Philip Stewart, Miranda High School Football Tigers football team. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm excited. You know, uh, we haven't we started off with a good summer right now. So really excited. We got practice this afternoon. You know, I'm able to get back with the boys. Yeah. My freshman class coming in today. So I'm really excited about that. Putting them to work. Oh, yeah. They worked out this morning, so they get to come out and do practice today. So oh, that's awesome. I'm really excited about that. It's awesome. Well, Coach, we have a lot of questions for you today, as we do a lot of other people, but we have a lot for you because I'm a huge football fan. I played at Miranda High School. I'm an alumni. Okay. So this is a big deal for me to have you here. The first thing I want to talk about is how does Coach Stewart end up here in Miranda High School? Let's oh, talk about the journey. Man. What was young Coach doing? Where did he play? Uh, so I'm um, from Houston, Texas, uh, born and raised. Um, I went to um, uh, Hightower High School. Uh, it's in Missouri City, okay. outside of Houston, mm-hmm. you know, about probably like 15, 20 minutes outside of Houston. Uh, born and raised, I went to Hightower High School for all four years. Um, I ended up uh, earning a, a scholarship to the University of Houston where I played under uh, Coach Kevin Sumlin. Nice. You know, yeah, my quarterback was Case Keenum. You know, a lot of people know the phenom, Case Keenum. He yeah. destroyed college football. So I had I had the opportunity to play with him. Uh, and after that, I had the opportunity to go play with the St. Louis Rams when they were still in St. Louis. No kidding. Under Jeff Fisher, yeah. Uh, I was there for about a year and a half, too. I ended up tearing my Achilles. Oh, no. Yeah, I tore my Achilles, you know, but they kept me on the roster, so I was there. I learned a lot from them. You know, I had a, maybe two defensive coordinators when I was there, so I learned a lot from both of my uh, coordinators. And then – I ended up, they ended up releasing me. You know, I was still rehabbing my Achilles. They ended up releasing me. And I ended up going to Canada, Saskatchewan. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. way in Canada. Yeah. So, Canada was fun. It was different from here. You know, the field's wider. You know, some of the receivers get to run and start and stuff like that. So, it was a little different. <laughs> you know, even the special teams. You know, if you're a special teams guy, special teams was a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, with the kick returns or the punt returns, you had to give the returner five yards. Okay. So you couldn't go within that five-yard box. You had to kind of stop, break down <laughs> before getting there or as a penalty. Because, oh, no. yeah. And there the rule is they have to return it. They can't oh, fair okay. catch it. They have to return you. it, okay. but you have to give the five-yard space. And that was a little difficult for me because I'm like, there's no way I'm stopping, Coach. I'm going to run through <laughs> I'm gonna that box. It. I'm going to pick up a penalty every time. So I was in Canada for a year. I didn't really like it until I came back home, you know, after that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was training. I was back home in Houston training, you know, just training, training, training. And then one of my friends, his name is Alonzo Osmith, he ended up getting the head coaching job down here in Wilcox, okay. down here in Arizona. And he had asked me, hey, he's like, hey, man, can you come down here and help me, you know, get the program started and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I'm training, though. Like, I could possibly get picked up at any time. I don't know. And he was like, man, just train here. We got a weight room here. So I'm like. All right. I was thinking I'm just coming to Arizona, you know. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, doing yeah. nothing but training. I was like, they got a weight room I train there and it's hot like Houston. You know what I'm saying? So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I won't lose nothing. So <laughs> came out in the middle of the night. Oh my God, middle of the night. So we got there like two or three in the morning. When I woke up the next morning, I'm like, Where are we? This is not Arizona. You know, but I went Wilcox, the school was right there, the middle school, the high school, and the corner store. I'm like, Dude, where are we? Dude? He told me he's coming to Arizona. <laughs> he was like, this is Arizona. When Wilcox, I'm looking for it on the map. I'm like, dude, I don't know where you got me. But I ended up staying. <laughs> I ended up staying. You know, I was training. Yeah. Um, First day in the summer, we had seven kids in the weight room. No kids. Seven kids. And I was like, where's the football team? You know, this is where you, you know, you grind at the workouts. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids like, coach, they don't come in the summer. They not going to come into August. I was like, it's too late. It's We in trouble if they going to come in August. And so I remember me, Coach Highsmith, 
and the seven kids, we went walking around. We went walk to the, uh, the stores. We went to McDonald's. Went to Circle K, the swimming pool, because all the kids was they work in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, we need y'all at workouts. If y'all want to, we the new coaches, and y'all want to be on this team, you have to show up in the summer. And we talked to their bosses. Their boss was like, oh, sure, they can leave. They can go. Whenever they have to go to practice, they can go to practice. They can come in anytime. Yeah. So everything was cool. So we ended up getting maybe my first year, I think we had a total of 22 kids. 22 kids. For the whole for the program. Whole, whole program. 20, <laughs> we didn't even have enough jerseys my first year. No kidding. For 22 kids, wow, we didn't have enough jerseys. So it was wow. rough. And we had some kids. We knew coaches. You know how it is when it's new people. Mm-hmm. Some of the seniors, the older guys, was halfway in, halfway out. And we ended up going five and five that year. We made no the kidding. Made the playoffs. No Don't kidding. Know how? Because I think the last game we ended up losing to Benson, but everybody behind us lost. So it kept kept us at sixteen. Mm-hmm. So we ended up oh, getting in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, we ended up getting into the playoffs. And the kids were shocked, just like we were shocked. But I'm like, hey, if we would have all bought in from the beginning, we could have been well off. But we went up to St. John's and we played them, and we had them on the ropes. It came down to the final possession. They were shocked just the as number us. one seed. Hey, we uh, <laughs> hey they was we had them and they ended up winning it. You know, it, it was a good game for our boys to build off that. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember after the game, Coach Hosman told them the kids were crying. And he told them to remember that feeling, remember how you felt losing yeah. this. What we need to do this summer to go to work and that next year, I think we ended up getting like thirty kids. Thirty kids came out. We ordered new jerseys because we needed them, and we went seven and three my second year. That is awesome. Seven and three my yes. second year. And yeah. uh, so after that, I ended up picking up, I ended up becoming the, uh, I was a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I was a defensive coordinator. And um, so around that time, August, maybe mid-August after the first game was starting, um, I got a call from the Tennessee Titans. My agent had called me and was like, um, they want to bring you in for a workout. And I was like, dang. I was like, man, I didn't play in the game. I didn't coach the game already. And I was loving what I'm doing. The kids who have been training with me all yeah, summer. Yeah. They was doing my workouts because I was training. Yeah. We running around the town. We doing three or four miles, running around the whole town. So they was training with me in the weight room. And I had got to that first game and I just fell in love with it. And I had told my agent, I said, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And he was like, are you sure? He was like, are you sure? He's like, I was like, I I think so. I was like, I don't want to go there and I get cut mm-hmm. and I lose this opportunity. I'm going to start all the way back over. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I end up staying. I told him, I think I'm done with it. Yeah. You know, and he's like, are you sure? Like that was, I was like, I think I'm done with it and end up staying with them. And like I said, I ended up doing what, three years down there, four years. Yeah. Three or four years down there. I ended up becoming the head girls basketball coach. No kidding. I ended up becoming the middle <laughs> school coach, the track coach. Making the so, best of yeah, where you yeah, were, man. So I was yeah. just, you know, and I was inspiring a lot of kids and I think the kids was kind of getting attached to me. And I was like, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I ended up meeting my fiance, mm-hmm. my now fiance, oh. you know, we got a little one. Her name's Annika. So uh, I ended up meeting, I think it was all full circle for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I met them, uh, and then my fiance ended up getting into the pharmacy school right before COVID. Okay. So she ended up getting accepted to the University of Arizona. And I was like, I think we're going to, she was like, we'll, I'll just drive. And I was like, that's yeah, like two hours. That's a long what, one. Yeah. what if you have a late night studying and you get home two o'clock in the morning, and you got to get back to a seven o'clock class in the morning. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, well, we'll do it. Not knowing, we didn't know COVID was going to happen, you know? Yeah. So, cause it would have worked because she ended up being online. So yeah. I could end up staying, but I was like, no, nah, let's just get down there. So I know you can get back and forth to uh, work. Because we was going to go to Vail. We were trying to keep it close because our mom still lives mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, my mother-in-law still lives in Wilcox. So we tried to keep it close. But we ended up moving to Marana. Um, I got a call because I was applying for just a job. I, I wasn't going to work. And um, I wasn't going to coach. I mean, I was going to work, but I wasn't going to coach. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just get somewhere and teach. Yeah. You know, and um, I ended up, uh, Marana ended up calling me the head coach. His name was Louis Ramirez. Yeah. He ended up calling me. He was like, hey, man, you trying to coach? I was like, not really. I said, I just need a job. He's like, man, don't worry about that. I need you to coach. <laughs> I was like, man, I really want to coach my first year. I want, like, you know, my fiance to get started with school and all that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to find a place for my daughter. You know, she got into sports and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, let me just teach my first year. And he was like, we have a daycare here. She can just go here. I'm like, dang, it's too good to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he ain't lying, though. Worked. I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> they had a school. So, I ended up getting in at Moran. I was a special ed teacher. You know, I loved mm-hmm. it because I was I was a sped teacher and um and, and Wilcox. What year did you get yep. at Marana? Uh I think it was COVID year, 20, 2020. 2020. COVID year, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no kids, when we started school, no kids was at the school. 
Yeah. Everything was online. I met all my kids for the first time online. Mm, okay. you know, I, I met the football players for yeah. the first time online. We was having meetings online. So, you know, I ended up getting down here to uh, Marana. You know, I got to the school. We started. And from there, you know, I was in SPED and I, I really enjoyed SPED. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was I, it was that right there. I think that has helped me with coaching. You know, I had two uh, when I was in Wilcox, I had an out, outstanding kid named Dylan. You know, he was uh, autistic. He didn't speak. Mm-hmm. And me and him really bonded. You know, it made me uh, really, like, have patience and try to understand. He could communicate like any one of us. Mm-hmm. He just communicate differently. Yeah. And I understand that going into coaching, these kids all learn the plays differently. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving the same message, but it's coming to each one of their ears differently. And I have to be able to teach it to them in those different ways for them to still get it. And I think me being in that kind of really helped me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when I got here in Marana, they kept me in that position. And again, it only kind of kind of helped me with the kids. I was able to talk to each kid different. You know what I'm saying? And still give them the same rules. Hey, yeah. no means no. But the way I say no to you is probably different from him, even though it's the same <laughs> thing. So like I said, once I got out here and I got established. We had the first year of COVID year. We played, what, two games? Because they ended up shutting it down. We got three, maybe three games. They ended up shutting it down. We had our senior night early, first game senior night. They ended up shutting it down. And then after that, you know, I got that feeling back of coaching. I was like, man, what I was doing at Wilcox was fun. Because when I got here, I was just a running back coach and linebacker coach. Mm-hmm. So I ended up applying to uh, the university, I mean, not the university, Tucson at uh, high. I didn't get the job, you know. And the very next day, I had told Louie, I said, I didn't get it. Well, I don't think I was getting it. Yeah. And um, he ended up he ended up not coming back. He didn't mm-hmm. put in his slip. And he was like, man, you need to get the job here. And I was like, well, I haven't heard back from Tucson. He was like, trust me, you know, get the job here. And all the kids, and I even asked the current coaches that was on staff, I was like, what y'all think about me going for the job? And they was like, you go for it, and we'll work it. We'll work. We'll stay here with you. Oh, And, yeah. you know, Coach Catalano, Coach Thomas, you know, Coach Angarelli, they was there. And they was like, if you go for it, we'll stay here with you. When I went in for my interview, you know, for the job, uh, I just remember being in there. We had the Booster Club, the president, her name, Jennifer Spicer. She was in there. We had a, a kid from the football team. And then we had the other, some, a couple other coaches in there. And then Dr. Mandel said, all week, kids been coming here every day saying, we got to hire this coach. We got to hire this coach. <laughs> and I was like, for real? I was like, they did that? But what's crazy is, I'll tell you a quick story. What's crazy was my junior year, my head coach had left. Mm-hmm. He went to another school, took another job. And me and a couple of my friends, we did the exact same thing. We went to the principal and was like, hey, we need to keep our defensive coordinator because we knew we had to keep that group together yeah. to go to state because we ended up going to state my senior year. Mm-hmm. But we was like, we have to keep that coach to keep it all the same. Because yeah. we felt like a new coach was going to come in and mess everything up. So we all used to go down there. So when he told me that, it hit home. It made me like it took me back. And I was yeah. like, and I remember going home and texting my friends, like, dude, all the kids went up to the principal and was and was asking him to hire me. I was like, Y'all remember when we did that? Mm-hmm. Like it brought me back to that time. And <laughs> when he told me that, I was like, Whoa. I was like, I remember doing I remember saying that to me. I was like, I remember me doing that. Like, that's crazy that they did that. Yeah. And you know, and to this day I thank them, you know, and I'm like, man, I'm thankful for them being able to allow me to come in and teach them this game that I grew up loving. So you know, taking over the program my first year, uh, we had that we had, it was two levels coming in. It was only two levels, and I think once they officially said I had the job, I think we had seventy five kids. Yeah, we had freshman team, we had a varsity team, and I think that summer, the first day of no, the we spring, first day of spring practice, it was a hundred and ten kids. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, this not the freshman not here now. The freshman still in middle school, mm-hmm. hundred and ten kids, and I was like where have all y'all been? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they yeah. was like something new. They want to come out and try it. So August come around, season about to start. No, no, the summer came, 65, 66 freshmen came in. We jumped up to like 175, 176 kids. Wow. And I was like, whoa. And I, me- I immediately went to my AD and said, we're going to have to have the third level. We got to find games because I believe – for them to get better, they have to play. You're right. Practice yeah. only going to do so much. Mm-hmm. They have to play. We have to find games. Mm-hmm. So that first year, we found the JV level six games. There you go. You know, I think the freshmen had more games. You know, I think the freshmen maybe had like seven or eight. So that first year, you know, was rough. But those guys were able to develop because that next year, my second year, mm-hmm. like I said, the second year, we went to the second round. Those kids had developed a year prior. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and I was like, those games were crucial. So I went back to the AD. I was like, we got to get them all 10 games. We have to, you know? Mm -hmm. And so last year we ended up with, I think the JV had eight games. The freshman had nine, you know? And I'm yeah. like, okay, it's coming. It's coming. And then I think what we went seven and three, mm -hmm. went seven and three. And then this past year we went 10 and two, you know, the JV had nine, the freshman had nine. And so, and I think each one of them had winning records. All three levels above 500. Nice. You know, so, and and looking back and I'm like, hey, we building a program here. Yep. All three levels have had success in the both, just like the varsity mm -hmm. the past two years, you know, and each level you can hear them. We want to be better than the varsity, the JV. We're going to have a better <laughs> record than the varsity. And I'm like, that's what you compete yeah. within. We compete within, we're going to be okay. So mm -hmm. this past year, all of them have winning records. The varsity did too. So this year- we able we got all three level ten games so yes work in progress we excited about this season you know we built up the schedule this year with South Point coming in the first game we go see them and then on third game we go see the defending state champs Higley yeah. we going there you know so I tell the kids we only lost one road game yeah <laughs> we only lost one road game in the last two years so I like our chances on the road you yeah know? So, there you go you know we have to go in those hostile environments and create our own energy. That's the one thing we always tell the kids. We have to create our own energy when we go into those games. And that's what's getting us through those games. So uh, so I think it's been good. We beat Sianica last year for the first time. Mm -hmm. They said we haven't beat Sianica. No, it has No. They took, I, when I played there, they took us out of playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs so I learned that yeah. last year. When one, they said, you know, it's your first time ever beating Sianica. Yep, the ever. kids was going crazy. I think our training staff was going crazy. I was like. It was just another game to me. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know all the history, and they the had community was going crazy. Oh, they that. was telling oh, yeah. me we have never beat Sanago, so that was a big burden off our chest, you know. So mm -hmm. next is South Point, you know. South Point's been the talk of the town these last few years down here in Southern Arizona. So I think the kids excited. Hey, mm -hmm. we get to play South Point, another team down here that you know we haven't beat. So mm -hmm. why not? I like the challenge. So yeah, we excited, man, and the kids excited. The community is excited. So I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy that you it's getting ready to come. You said something to me before we recorded because, you know, listeners, before we have these podcasts, we like to sit and hang out and learn about each other and, and uh -huh. talk about what we're going to bring up in the show. And you, you said this, you said, uh, if anybody wants to win a state title, they're going to have to go through us. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, because for the past few years, you know, if you want to win a state title, you have to go through South Point. South mm -hmm. Point dominated Southern Arizona these past few years. We've seen it. They made the playoffs. You know, I go do my research now. What we've been doing these past two years, we've been building so we can go win a state title. You know, so if any of these teams down here in Southern Arizona, I don't mean to be cocky, they're gonna have to go through Marana. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, it's hey, it's the first, it's the first thing you see coming in, and it's the last thing you <laughs> see going out. You know, you have to go to Marana if you yeah. come into South Southern Arizona. So if they want to go to state title to go down there in Phoenix, they're gonna have to come through Marana first. So I love it, I and love that's it. the one thing we teaching our kids. They're going to have to go through us to get to that state title. So we're going to have to raise our level of play. Yeah. And I think the kids, they said, let's do it then, coach. You know, mm -hmm. so like I said, we started this summer off hot, you know, so we we looking forward to the challenge. Yeah. You guys won a championship in the seven on sevens competition over at the UVA. Yeah, we we won it. We we beat some big, uh, we beat some big teams. I don't you can say <laughs> what happened with Chandler, Chandler Hamilton. What was going on with we, that? We, 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 we beat Chandler. We beat Highland. We beat Basher twice. You know, we beat some of those big names that you hear down there. In Basher Phoenix. was the state champions of yes, the state yeah, in the open eight, right? All of yeah, them yeah, did one state yeah. down there. So for <laughs> us, with our young, we got a young team. We got a lot yeah. of sophomores and juniors. So for us to go in that environment like mm -hmm. that, and winning in front of that stage with those young guys tell me we're doing the right things over here in Miranda. Yeah, you know, yeah. We uh the one thing uh, the one thing I don't like people say is like we don't have the same athletes as those people down there in Phoenix. We do have the same athletes. They might have more, but we have athletes down here in Southern Arizona. You know, I think the one thing that we do at Miranda, we coaching our kids up. Yeah. So we might don't have as many athletes, you know, but our guys are well coached and we mm -hmm. can play with those athletes that you got. And I think some of those teams took notice on Monday, like, yeah, they do. You know, yep. they do got they those do. athletes. So they do. Like I yeah. said, it was a good confidence boosters for our kids, you know, and I think using that going it's early in the summer, we gon we we gon we gonna have to work, you know. So Yeah, for sure. It's pretty good. What's the best part about being a coach? Best card I mean, best part about being a coach is, you know, I get to inspire, you know, I get to be with those kids. I get to touch each one of those lives, you know, and each thing that I do, I say how I act, how I talk, I hear it in those kids. So I know they're listening to me. So <laughs> yeah. I got to make sure, I got to make sure that I'm on my P's and Q's because yeah. I know they listening. Like I wear the big cowboy hat. I'm from Texas. So I wear the big cowboy hat, the straw hat, it's a straw hat, but it's a cowboy hat. 
all the kids wore the hat, you know. So <laughs> everything they do and some things that they wear and stuff, I wear it too. They be like, look at Coach with the swag and all yeah. that. And I said, we're family. The one thing I do preach over there at Moran is family. Yeah. You know, it's different playing for a guy that you don't know mm-hmm. and then playing for like one of your brothers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm going to go a little bit harder for my brother. That's my brother right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure he's okay every time. If he need me to go make this play, I'm going to go make this play for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one thing we do preach over there is family. So, man, being a coach, man, it's fun. It's exciting. I get to, like I said, I get to be with those kids, and then I get to go home and be with my own kid. Mm-hmm. She loves the boys. She always talk about the boys. Yeah, Daddy, are we going to see the boys? <laughs> you know, and she done made friends with them and stuff like that. And then some of my other coaches, they have daughters too, so they bring them to practice. Yeah, and they always talk about the boys. The boys. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's like I said, it's a family, and I always encourage the coaches bring your kids mm-hmm. out here, already practice, let them play. You know, and you know, growing up, they gonna remember yeah. these times. You know. Yeah. Uh, even though, even some of the like my kids and went off to college, man, I remember when uh, Coach Stewart daughter was out there playing, running around and stuff like that and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So it's been fun, man. I think just being a coach, man, it's it's a one of a kind job, man. Anybody yeah. just can't be a coach, man. No. Not a coach that touch lives and stuff like that. It's hard. It's it's hard work, but for me, I think it's easy because. I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and like people's like, you don't get tired because I don't sleep during the season. Right now, I think <laughs> I go to sleep one or two o'clock in the morning. I'm mm-hmm. up at five. It's because I'm constantly thinking, what can I do to put those kids in the best positions for them to be successful? Yeah. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking. They's like, you don't get tired. I was like, this is not tiring. <laughs> This is what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying this is not tiring. <laughs> tiring is when I go coach track and stuff like they work the heck. I tell my track coach all the time, Coach Doge, I said, dude. You make me earn my money in track. I don't work this hard in football. <laughs> it's like, golly. And football, because it comes so easy to me in football. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed yeah. to be coaching, inspiring, and stuff like that. So I make sure I keep doing it. I keep making sure I'm living the right way. And good things just keep coming my way, you know, so. Yeah. Well, your impact goes so much further than the game, right? Mm-hmm. We were yeah. talking about, you know, just being on time to things. Yeah. Right? Learning the learning how to deal with struggle and failure. Like, it 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 translates into your workforce. It translates into raising a family. Yeah. It's so important. And, and uh, what you're doing is so important. And the community recognizes it. Like we, people are watching, they're excited for this season. Like this is big for this. You talk about a small town, right? Yeah. It's one of the bigger small towns. That uh-huh. <laughs> it's growing so fast. I was like, in a small town. Wilcox was a small town. And I, I enjoyed every bit of Wilcox coming yeah. from the big city, going to Wilcox, Took change my whole perspective on everything. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, this is small. I didn't yeah. think small town get this small. You know, I was. <laughs> I remember the big high rises, the buildings back home in Texas, and then Morana gives me that small town feel, but yeah. it's a little bit bigger, and I'm closer to the city. You know what I'm saying? But I like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about traffic. Yeah, you know that five o'clock traffic in Texas is horrible. So I don't have to worry about traffic. I don't have to worry about sweating all day. It's hot out here, but you know the humidity out there in Texas is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You oh know, no. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. it out here. So that's <laughs> crazy. Right. But like you said about those life lessons that uh, football teaches us, man, it's just great. You know, like you saying, showing up on time. You know, uh, when you get from a chair, I mean a table, push your chair in. You know, mm-hmm. or like last night we had a game, and after the game was over, the kids all know. We got to clean up. We bring the, they bring the trash bags. They know we're going to have to clean up our mess. You know, those things right there are going to go a long, a long way. It's bigger than football. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to go play professional football. Somebody's going to, like I told you, somebody's going to have to be a doctor. Somebody's yeah. going to have to be a lawyer, things like that. And you got to know you have to show up on time. You know what I'm saying? You have to do your work, you know, things like that. You got to know how to talk to people. You got to know how to work with others mm-hmm. in those different settings and, I think that's the one thing we teach it. What's crazy is my first year, first meeting, team meeting, talking to the boys, introducing myself. And then I said, okay, let's go to the field, you know, and like that. And all of them just ran out of there. Nobody pushed their chair in. Uh, it was one guy. Tested him. It was one guy. It was one guy. <laughs> one guy. His name was Sam Brown. Oh, my God. I love Sam. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Sam Brown, yeah. I love him to death. Not he surprised. Was the only guy in there pushing those chairs. And I said, no, nah, Sam, you don't have to do that for everybody. They should know to push their chair. I went back out there. I said, now, nah, every last one of y'all go back in the library. And it was like, for what? We're going to practice. None of y'all pushed our chair. And Sam was the only one in there doing it. So I made all of them go back in there <laughs> and push their chair. And I said, the next time y'all do something like this, show up late or just anything, it's going to cost all of us, you know. 
and I make them do them up downs. They don't like it, but oh, yeah. we gonna do those up downs. <laughs> and they, as soon as they hear those up downs, they know what time it is, you know. And that's the one thing that I'm trying to teach them, even like at school during the school year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk to the administration up there. I said, if any of my football players come in here late to school, let me know because I'm gonna get all of them watching. And they was like, why, why all of them? Not why just not the guy? I was like, because. When he late, if he do some bad on that field, it's not going to just cost him. It's going to cost all of us. Absolutely right. He gave yeah. up that touchdown, and we all lost. Not just him. We all yeah. lost. So if he has a problem getting to school, one of your teammates need to go get him. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or call him, wake him up. Hey, make sure you get on the bus this morning. You know, and I think this past few, I think these last two years, we've been doing a good job <laughs> of that. So they know not to come in there late. Or if it's a game day and you come late, you're not even playing. You got to show up on time to come work. You know what I'm saying? Because it messes with your whole day. I'm late. I'm scrambling. It messes you up. And the game is mental. And I tell them that all the time. The game is mental. When you're worrying about you're late, do I got my pads? I left my mm-hmm. mouthpiece. You're not even focused on the game no more. Yeah. You know, so things like that. You show up on time. You're ready. Yeah. I got all my stuff. So if you did leave something, you got time to go get it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you showed up on time. So. Things like that, I think football just teaches so much, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You're right, and yeah. then the discipline in it, it's big. A lot, I think a lot nowadays, a lot of kids need that discipline. You don't have to whoop the kid or yell. Like one thing I teach my coaches, we don't have to cuss at them. We don't have to yell at them. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might have to give them a little kick in their butt to get them going. Yeah. You don't have to cuss at them. Nine times out of ten, I feel like they want to be out there anyway. I know when I play football, I want mm-hmm. to care what my coach is saying. I want to be out here. Yeah. We could we could do a thousand up downs. I, I was coming back the next day because <laughs> you want to be out there. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I, one thing I try to tell the uh, coaches: they want to be out here. Let's coach them. Let's get yeah. better. Let's have fun. You know. Yeah. So the one thing we do, we do a lot of fun stuff there. That's the one thing. If you ask those kids, they'll tell you we, we had water. We did a uh, you know uh, what's that dodgeball? Oh yeah. We did it with water balloons. <laughs> we bought that five hundred pack. Yeah. Put it at the fifty. All the needles on we there. To put it them at up. the fifty, and they went. <laughs> they went. They all no no. They did go to town. They all came after me. Oh, dang. I thought they was going to. We was having a good time, and all of them grabbed the balloon. They had set me up. They all grabbed the balloon and looked at me, and they all were. I got hit with about 500 balloons that day. <laughs> it was bad. Bitch. I said, oh, we definitely not doing that again. Because I figured they was going to hit each other, and they all came after me. So little things like that, I try to switch up. We do other things other than football to keep them going. I know next week I rented out the Harkison Theater. Nice. Took them to the movies. We're going to go see Transformers. Yeah. I try to do little things to switch it up, you know, because the bonding, the team aspect, you know, mm-hmm. that is important to me. We have to be here. Like I said, we're family. And we'll play a little different if you plan mm-hmm. for your family. So yeah. that's why I teach it over there. And that's why I said I love the coaching, man. You get to experience all these different things, man. You see different kids. They all come from different backgrounds, man. And they teach me things. I teach them things. So it's just all good. How do the people in the community reach out to you and help out the program? You know, the program the program can use money for stuff, right, to, oh, yes. to better the program. It's it's always a goal to provide resources for, mm-hmm. for the – the the guys playing you know it's it's one thing to to be super successful and, and win a bunch of games but mm-hmm. it's another thing when the community is really really backing you you know and we want to provide a resource and, and a way for people to contact you to help out the program uh-huh. so how do they go about doing that so we do have a website miranafootball.com okay you know they can reach out to us at miranafootball.com or my emails on the website they can reach me out directly my phone number's there i'm always looking for different resources yeah I don't mind walking into stores. Can I talk to your manager? I'm always looking for the resources for the kids. And the kids know, I tell them, we go to these different high schools and they see different things. Oh, how they got those flickering lights and stuff like that. And like I tell them, if they got it, we should have it too. It's yeah. no way. It's why should they have it and we don't have it. I tell them that all the time. If they have it, we should have it too. We go we go to public schools just like them, you know. So anything that can help, I'm always for. If you need the boys to come out, and do different things, you know, that's going to help them. I don't mind bringing them out to do that because I think the community service and stuff like that is very important, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I remember last year we went walked in Gladden Florence for the 9-11 just to show, you know, just to show that we respect and we honor those people that had to go through that. And yeah. we did that. You know, they, and some of the kids, they weren't even born around the time. They don't have a clue what it mm-hmm. was about. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. I told them, this is key. What, I don't care what level you go to, 
you're going to have to do the community service part because that is important. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's bigger than just you. It's people out there, you know, overseas, you know, laying their life on the line for us to be able to come over and do this, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those soldiers out there doing the different things. So we able to come out here and play football yeah. and stuff like that. It's kids that's dealing with real situations that's in hospitals dealing with cancer and stuff like that. Yeah. So for us to be able to come out here and play this game of football, we have to give back. So that's why I always try to reach out to the communities, like help me, you know, I think for us to be able to win and be good, we have to be able to prepare and to be able to prepare, we have to have the equipment, you know, right? Yeah. you know, and that's the one thing I think we lack in the, there, the equipment, the lack of resources. So if anybody out there willing to help, man, we, we, we all for it, you know, okay. if yeah. it's something good, and it's gonna help those boys. We're all for it, and I'm talking to all the business. I don't care, yeah. small, big. We'll do it, and we'll represent you to the fullest because we appreciate you helping us out because we need the help, you know. So, and I thank everybody that's been helping. So the Miranda community has been great to us. Yeah, you know, a lot of those local sponsors have came and bought banner sales for us and different stuff like that. Awesome. And I email them and I tell them I thank you, you know. Yeah. And that's the one thing I fear. What if no? I always tell my coach. What I put on a camp. What if nobody come? You know, what if nobody come to the games? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you did your part. Yeah. And that's on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that, that was the one thing I always fear. What if nobody ever come? And he was like, you want, if you do your part, the rest gonna, is going to yep. work itself out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and he's one, I'm Coach Yankarelli, he's been my mentor through it all. Yeah. You know, he's been coaching 30 some years. He's my defensive coordinator. And he's kind of just been, he's been helping me through the whole process. Uh, my first year, you know, what's crazy. I was getting my master's. Wow. Okay. I got my master's, so I didn't never sleep my first year. So I was getting my coaching. master's and coaching yeah. my first year. I got my master's, you know, I got my master's in sports administration, and he was always right there on my side, you know, just helping me get through it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I really appreciate him and, you know, and the, the like I was my booster club, they oh, the ladies, they do a great job of helping me go mm-hmm. get more resources for the boys. Yeah. Or I feed all three levels. Mm-hmm. So if it's like – places that food places if you don't want to like donate money yeah give us a team meal things like that yeah. you know and the boot like i said the booster club they do a great job of going to these different businesses and like safeway will give us like they'll feed all three levels for this game they'll do wow. two or three games out of the season they'll give us water it like it don't have to be money but yeah. little things like that go yeah for way. sure we need water the power aid and like I said, I feed the kids the food. Chick-fil-A yeah. will come out and give us Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They'll bring <laughs> out the cow and stuff like that to one of the games yeah. and do things like that. So like I said, we got a couple of businesses that's in Marana doing a thing. And we love it, you know. We always try to show our appreciation for them doing that. And, you know, represent. we try to represent Marana, you know. I think Bill Luke just moved in. Mm-hmm. And we, I already been on them before they moved in. I was talking to the workers, the contract workers building the thing. They was like, Oh, we don't have nothing to do with that. You got to talk to the <laughs> office people. I said, man, y'all can come build us something too if y'all yeah. want to. So he was like, you got to wait a couple of weeks, man, when those people get in here. So yeah. I ended up waiting and I ended up going in there and talking to them. And they was like, man, we will love to help out. We thank you for coming here and even considering us being yeah. a sponsor or something like that. So I'm waiting on them to get back and stuff like that. So like I said, the town of Miranda has been great to us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I know it's some people out there that, that don't even know. Like, we didn't know y'all needed the help. For sure. You know, there's still some business out there that I got to get to. And like I said, I like to talk. So I go in there and I talk to them. <laughs> hey, man, how can we help you help us? So, yeah, absolutely. So I'm all for it, man. And I hope this get out to all those, uh, you know, those businesses. Hey, we need the help, you know, so. For sure. So if you're interested in helping, we're going to put that link, MirandaHighSchoolFootball.com, okay. in the episode. So those that are listening can go and click that link, go to the website, and help out however oh, they man, can. I appreciate that, all right. Yeah, we got you, man. That's I appreciate that. So let's let's talk about the next thing. What are your goals for this year? Goals, team I, goals. I got a lot of different goals. I because yeah. I, I got team goals. So one of my goals for like the entire program. So I do this one thing as far as grade. I'm real big on grades. Yeah. I wasn't a big school guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I went to school every day, and I said I wasn't a school guy. It's because mm-hmm. I knew I get to go to football practice after school. Yeah. So I went every single day. I had probably perfect attendance. I always went. But I wasn't the best in class. I class clown, that was me. I always was in trouble. It wasn't I wasn't doing nothing where I was being disrespectful to teach. I was just in there talking all the time. Like I said, I like to talk. <laughs> After I get done with my work, I was we finna have some podcasts and that we finna talk about some stuff. Yeah. So and that's what kind of got me in trouble. I was always off task doing other stuff, but I was like, I wasn't off task. I'm done with the work. So <laughs> so that was me, you know. And the one thing my coach, he probably don't even know this to this day, he had told me. 
you have to figure this part out or you're not going to be able to play football. You have to figure out the school part. That is important. You have to get those grades or all this football, you're doing all those scholarships that's coming your way. It's no mean nothing. Yeah. You know, so he, I don't know what he's doing, what those words did something to me. It clicked. And I think my junior, going into my junior, I probably never got in trouble ever again. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's something just clicked. Mm-hmm. And I think it was me knowing that I was going to lose football if I didn't figure this school part out. Yeah. And I, like I said, I figured it out. I was able to, I had a, offers from a lot of different schools. I ended up taking the one to the University of Houston. I was a mama's boy. I wanted to stay close home to my mom. So yeah. I knew I wasn't going to, when they offered me, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming because I didn't want to leave. I was mama's boy. Yeah. My mom stayed not too far from me. And what's crazy was she didn't stay far from me and I never really went home, but I just knew she was right there if I did meet her. <laughs> so and I think that's what it was. She was able to come to my games and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that was big for me for us growing up. My mom was always at my games, her and my sisters, mm-hmm. you know, my aunties, you know, my dad's sisters, they all came and they all supported me. So that's why I wanted to make sure they see me in college. Yeah. You know, my mom used to come up to St. Louis and watch me play up there too, you know. So it was good to be able to do that. So yeah. um, at school here, I'd have this policy, anything under a C, you have to go to tutoring after school. No kidding. You have to. Anything under C, if it gets, because my thing, if it gets to a D, it's going to F. I know. Yeah. If it got that low, it's going, it's going to keep going low. So once it get under that C, you have to go to tutor in the first hour until you get that grade back up. And then you can come to practice. You know, once that grade gets back up above a C, you can come straight to practice. But if it's below that C, you go to tutoring for that first hour and then you come to practice. So I'm real big on that. And I do this thing where at uh, our banquet, we give out these scholar baller awards. If okay. you kept a 3.0 throughout the whole season. Yeah. So my goal for the team is to have everybody get one of those scholar ballers. You know, uh, my man, John uh, Kashner, uh, he uh, makes these plaques for me. And I order 100. He's like, golly, that's a lot. And I was like, I really needed 200 because I want all of them. That's my goal to get <laughs> yeah. all of them. And then my uh, the AD assistant, she prints out a list to tell me who keeps a 3.0. And I think last year, my first year, we had maybe 40, 50. This past year, we had almost 105 kids. So it's working. It's a progress. Yeah. But one of my goals for the uh, for the season, everybody 3.0 throughout the whole entire Love it. season. You know what I'm Love saying? It. I want to yeah. be able to give all those kids to take home one of those scholar ball uh, things. Um, this past year, another one of my goals were everybody that come through this program graduates. You have to graduate high school coming through this program because we push the uh, academics. We push mm-hmm. all those different things. So for the senior to go on and graduate and be successful is great. We had at 16 seniors. I had 15 that graduated uh, two weeks ago. So I was one short. So this year I want to make sure all my seniors are able to walk across that stage, yeah. you know, and I went there with my camera and I took pictures of every last one of them. Cause I, that's to me, that's big. You know, you have to get out of high school to start your yeah, life. You right. have to get out of here. So that's one of my goals for this year. All my seniors graduate, you know, now when it comes to football, you know, my team goal for them state title, that, that's going to always be the goal. No, it's no point of settling for just a playoff. Let's let's make the playoffs. No, yeah. Let's get in that state title game. You know what I'm saying? Because if we get in the game, we got a chance. If we get in that game, we got a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get there. And by getting there, it starts here in the summer. You know, we get up every right, morning. Yeah. We get up every morning at five o'clock and we go to work. It's where the games you know are saying? won. That, and I tell you, say that that's yeah. crazy. I tell the kids that after every Friday game. Yeah. We didn't win this game because of what we did this week. You won that we in won, June. We won this game <laughs> way. We won this way back in June. We yeah. got it at five o'clock. Because yeah. that's the grind I always try to tell them about. Mm-hmm. We have to grind in the summer so we can be successful in the fall. Mm-hmm. And I think they starting to understand that. And I told the seniors before the summer, I said, if y'all show up, they're going to show up. We mm-hmm. have to be here in the summer for us to have success. And y'all seen what the last two classes done. They showed up in the summer because mm-hmm. they wanted to win. Yeah. And it showed in August, you know what I'm saying? It showed in September mm-hmm. that we wanted to win. And then late November, it showed because we put in all that work already. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the wind's going, it's just going to, I tell the kids all the time, if you fall in love with the process, the wind's, the wind's going to come. Preach it, the preach process, it. Yes. The process is where it's at. And if yeah. they fall in love with that process, it's going to be that. So my team goal this year is to get a state title. You know what I'm saying? Uh, another one of my goals for my younger levels is to be over 500, have a winning season. Because mm-hmm. that lets me and the coaches know we're doing it right. Yeah. We're doing it right. We're coaching them up right and they're able to go out there and put that success out there on the field. And it's only a testament to what we're doing over here as coaches. You know, and we out there, we're coaching, you know, and yeah. a lot of these coaches, 
they're giving up their summer. They're giving up some of their free time. And I try to tell their wives and their girlfriends, I'm sorry, but for us to be good, I need them <laughs> here. You know, and I try to get them out of practice on time so they can yeah. get to practices. I mean, so they can get to dinner and stuff on time. But, you know, and I be have to tell my fiance, I'm sorry. I'm going to get there, but <laughs> I want these kids to be successful because that's how it was for me. Mm -hmm. My coach always made sure we was in a good position for us to be successful, whether it was on the field or off the field, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or we always giving them little gems. Hey, he's a good guy in math. Yeah. Go ask him to help you study so you yeah. can learn it. You know what I'm saying? Help This your brother right there. Help him. So we always giving them little things like that. Like, if you need help, reach out and stuff like that. So that's one of my goals but my ultimate goal is to go win the state title man yeah and keep those rolling you know bring one back here to southern arizona it's been a long time you know since the state title came down here from any level you know one yeah. a two a it's been a while so i think that's our goal to try to bring one back here you yeah. know i think it's and been since the 60s right it's been a 1968 67 south point come close all the time they yeah. come close but well, i was talking from Miranda. sorry but yeah southern well, no, arizona, even southern, southern arizona, arizona it's yeah. been a while you i know? think it was uh Miranda, it is the 60s though you're right it was the um 60s. I Man, so when I was day. when I was playing at Marana in 07, Sabino, Sabino lost to Glendale Cactus, mm -hmm. uh, and Paul of Verde won state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul that, I think that's the that's the last one I can remember. I'm sure Probably there's been so. another one. I think Ironwood might have won one. I want to say they did. They did. I yeah. want to say they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's been a while. It's been a dry spell, and a lot yeah. of people are bringing up that argument that the Phoenix schools that they, they have they have all the talent oh, and I they agree. have all the resources. But here's the deal. This is and if you disagree with this, but um, I was always told every school has the talent inside its base to win a state title in every sport. <laughs> it's crazy to say that because the one thing I got my past two years from everybody, hey, what did you do to change the program around so fast? I didn't do nothing. They was already I didn't bring you no know, I didn't bring you no know, kids from Texas. They're here. Well, they was already there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just got them in the weight room. I just gave them a goal to go try yeah. to achieve. I gave them a why. I gave them gave a reason them a why, why, why we yeah. out here a purpose. And when they figure out why they was doing it, they bought into it and, and it showed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, we didn't get no kids from nowhere else. No kids transferred in our school. They was already there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got in that way. That's the summer. We worked, yeah. we worked for it. And now we are starting to see some kids that live in the area mm -hmm. that was going to the South ones that was going down there to Tucson. They're starting to come back home. Why were the kids that were living closer to Miranda high school going to these other schools? Um, just talking to them, a lot of them wanted to go to successful programs. You know, mm -hmm. they wanted to go where they was winning, you know. And I think Miranda was in a drought. They wasn't really winning. So a lot of kids was navigating over there. But I think it was because, you know, yeah, we wasn't winning. But that that's right there to me is, yeah, I want to go to Miranda so mm -hmm. I can put them back on the map. You know, that process right there of the grind. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't like grinding no more. They don't want to work for it. Oh, they man. Want, they just want to get yes. handed. Like, don't hit, hey, don't be hitting notes. Don't be, hurt, don't <laughs> yeah. be hurting feelings now. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> go there because, you know, they are good. They're already winning. And I'm like. Throw the jersey on. I'm good already. Yeah. And then, <laughs> we go, I'm good. I go here. And I'm like, yeah, but are you contributing to that good? You just went there because the name sounds yeah. good. Plus playing time. You know what I mean? Go, if you're playing at a, a, a different program and you get more playing time. like Thank you. So being at Marana, like I tell the kids, we have to work for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a different when mentality. You get, when you get out in that real world, they're not just going to hand it to you. You, you can't expect anything. It. You got to earn yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we teaching over there. You got to earn everything from starting to everything, getting your jerseys. and mm -hmm. Like I tell the kids, even taking team pictures. You don't show up the whole summer and then come on picture day. No, it no. don't work that way. You mm -hmm. have to earn the right to be in that team picture you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like that's not fair to the kids that's coming every day yeah nope. you know what i'm saying and i think those boys understand that man we're gonna have to show up in the summer and work if we want an opportunity to play because this right here is gonna help us later when we get yeah. in the season and we beating teams by 40 you know 60 points it's because we showed up in the summer and we worked for it you know what i'm saying and and I think I see a lot of kids, they be talking to their boys when we go to these different tournaments. Man, I want to come over there, man. Y'all winning. Yeah. It's because we're working for it. Yep. We're working over here for it. You know, we're not just, you know, we didn't just go to school because the name sounded good. And yeah. I'm not even playing over here. You're right. You can come play for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, my, I want all the kids to play. Yeah. That's why I tell them. I want to be able to put every last one of y'all in the game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But we have to get to that level where if the one guy go out, the next guy go in, he's just as good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that that's what it's the, what it's about. Hey, after this series, let him go get some reps. He just, he just as good as you. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Let them all play. You know that's the one thing we preach. Let them all play. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So that's why I think what we doing. A lot of kids that was living nearby, 
and seeing the success because you know the talk gets around fast mm-hmm. around my oh house. yeah so, oh yeah oh, so yeah. i think they was like i think some of the parents were like dude you really can just go 10 minutes down the street into Miranda instead of going wait over there. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the kids don't see that. Like, You're right. I can go there. All my buddies I went to middle school and elementary went going there. Yeah. But you went 40 minutes down the road when you could have came right here. And, you know, and that's why I respect a lot of those boys that stayed right there mm-hmm. and came there and they did their thing. You know, like I had a quarterback last year, Elijah Joplin. Yeah. He Amazing. Probably could have went play for any school, but yeah. he stayed there and grinded it yeah. out. You know, Desmond Roebuck coming in. Yeah, you know, I know all those Phoenix schools want him, but mm-hmm. he stayed right here in his hometown and he grinded it yeah. out, and the success came anyway. Yes, it did. Because if you, like I, I tell the kids all the time, if you're good, they gonna come find you. Yep. Don't matter where you're at, if you're good, they gonna come find you. You know what I'm saying? So I think us having that mentality, a lot of kids is flocking our way. You know, and I'm excited. Yeah. You know, we we welcome everybody with open arms. Come join the Tiger family. Yeah. You know, parents and all. I tell them all, come join the Tiger family. You know, we we doing a good thing over here. We teaching them the right things. You know, some of the things that you're preaching at home, we teaching those things too, you know. Yeah. Like I can tell a boy, make your bed up and when you get out of it. You know how hard it is to make your bed up every single day? Not hard. It takes a discipline. It takes discipline. It does take up. discipline, but it, the it, actual action. It's not hard. Yeah. But it, discipline, it, but it is hard. Yeah. When I ask the boy, he's like, "Man, coach, sometimes I just forget." You, you don't even have adults doing that, man. <laughs> sometimes he said, "Sometimes I just forget." Like I just, I just run out of the house. I said, "I know," but what if you had that ultimate, you know, discipline of every morning I get up, I'm gonna make this bed. Yeah. Things like that, and that's what we're trying to teach the boys. Like especially being at a tournament yesterday, over two thousand people, it was thirty-two high schools there. Wow. All their friends were there, and I said, "The team." I tell them every time we go to these tournaments. The team that can stay focused the longest is gonna win because mm-hmm. it's, I, I tell my coach now there's so many distractions out here now. That mm-hmm. I didn't have those distractions when I played. Mm-hmm. They got the world at their palm and right there on yeah. the phone. They got the world at their hands, and it, it's so many distractions, so many other things to do than to just focus on this football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I keep trying to preach that tone. We have to stay focused. We have to stay focused. I think the mentality to be able to stay focused is gonna take us a long way. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying it's gonna take us far and. I think, like I said, I think my kids, they're great. They're wonderful. And I think yeah. they're starting to see that about me. Like, man, Coach Stu going to get us ready physically, mm-hmm. you know, but the mental part of the game, we have to be locked in, you know, every little thing. Like I think the day, game days, I have every minute accounted for Yeah, leading up to the game. I get them out of class early. I feed them. You know, we have chapel for some of the kids that want to go to team chaplain, you know, and then when we get on the bus, Ain't no talking. Lock yeah. in. You're not in math class. You're not in history class. Let's focus about the game. What is my job? What is my assignment? You know what I'm saying? We already got you physically ready in the summer. You're in great shape. Now it's the mental part of the game that people don't really talk about. And that part is important to me because you have to be ready to go. Any little thing can take you off your game. Wouldn't you agree that that's most of the game? 90%? That's all, that's all of the game. All that's, the game. That's all of the game. <laughs> That's He's all, all, that's yeah. all, all yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. you have to mentally be ready to go in there and play football. If not, you can get hurt. Yeah, it's a battle. Yeah, it's a battle. You yeah. have to be mentally prepared, you know. And I played the linebacker position and, you know, playing that position, you got to have a screw loose in there sometimes. Yeah, you, you, you hitting people every time. You 100 miles an hour. People. It's like car accidents, Yeah, so man. that's the one, one thing I'm real big is on the mental part of the game. Yeah. And the kids are starting to understand that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they let it get away from them. Mm-hmm. And I say, look at the results. It got away from y'all. And they and they instantly see it when we was over there. Perfect game. Around. Your playoff game at home last year, Sunny Slope. Yeah. Some of those guys, they lost their mental focus and got some crazy penalties. Yes. I think you. I think it was fifty yards, forty yards. They got moved. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I remember vividly. I was like, "What is going on?" But I saw your. I saw your boys. They know. I don't. And they know. I. And that's the one thing they know. I don't play with. Yeah. When it comes to the game of football, you can't disrespect it. Trash talking, that's going to happen. That's part yeah. of the game. Yeah. But when it gets away from that, the hitting after the whistle, because mm-hmm. during the whistle, you can hit me. Yeah. Control violence, yeah, baby. You can hit yeah. Me. But when you come after the game and hit me, we're not doing football no more. Now yeah. you're disrespecting the game of football. And I keep telling them, you can't disrespect the game of football. You have to lock in. And when those kids are hooling around or they coaches, because that's why I think one of the coaches must have gotten to yeah, the he got ejected. Yeah, he got and ejected. He got man. ejected. <laughs> <laughs> that messes with the kids mentally, though. Mm-hmm. My defense coordinator not here. Yeah, man. Now we go. They they rattled now. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Totally All off that, the game. That's the one thing I tell my coaches: don't say none to them refs. I don't yeah. say none to the refs. So y'all don't say none to them. I don't talk to the refs at all. Proven. I speak to yeah. them. I say, hey, how you doing? Because my thing is, playing in NFL, 
they got a million cameras. Yeah. And sometimes those refs still get the uh, call wrong. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's human error. It happens. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's high school. We ain't going to be able to overturn that call anyway. <laughs> you better adapt. <laughs> so why yell at them? Let's, hey, let's next play. Let's go yeah. on. Let's keep moving. Yeah. And I think the kids, they're understanding that. Like something that happened, they be like, forget that play. Coach, what's the next play? Yeah, yeah let's, let's keep going. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what's helping us a lot too. Like that, having that mentality. Like, yeah. hey, we ain't going to be able to change that call. And I tell them, how about we score enough points with a ref? It's Take the refs out of the game, man. Can't do. They don't care what they call. <laughs> yeah. Take we, them out. We're about sixty points. They can call holding a hundred times. We're fine <laughs> right now. So I'm saying. So and that's the one thing yeah. I try to tell them. And just me having a lot of like experience of playing the game. Yeah. You not changing the call. You see my high school coach yell at them refs. He'll call them by their first and last name. I'm like, jeez. And you know, and now that I'm in that role, I'm like. I know a lot of the refs. They cool. I speak to them. I always tell them good game. I appreciate them coming out here and doing what they do. You know, that's tough being a ref, you know. Mm -hmm. It's tough being a ref. I, I I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crowd yelling at you. If I make the wrong call, even though it was the right call, they ready to beat me up because I made the right call. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what did you want me to do? Cheat, lie. You're wrong either way. <laughs> you, can't make, and you can't make none of them happy. So I try to tell the kids. Leave those refs alone. They already yeah. got a hard job now trying to make sure they make the right call every time. Yeah. So. I don't mess with them, you know, and I always thank them at the end of the game. Hey, thank y'all for coming out here doing this. So, you know, like I said, man, I leave those refs along, man, and yeah. we just have a good time out there. Well, Coach Stewart, it's been great having you here on this oh, program. Man, When's your guys' bye week? So our bye week is late this year. It's around week eight or week seven. So it's okay. really late this year. It you is, know, okay. Um, it's, it's doing our uh, winter break, not a winter break, but our uh, fall break. Okay, maybe we can reconvene then. Yeah, we have you a know, fall have break and we have our bye week that same week. That was perfect. Our AD was able to get that that's, done. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got so all three levels. We made sure all three levels is off. And we get a new field right now, new track. Nice. Oh, if you see it right now, new man, turf and everything. Oh, I can't so, wait to oh, see it. Oh man, that's why I said we going in the season with a bang. Here we go. New turf, got a tough yeah. schedule. It's gonna be good. So right now, if you go to our school right now, it's just dirt, and you're like, what type of stuff is this? And the boys <laughs> see it every morning. But I can't wait till it all They're comes full so circle. Excited. They repaint our bleachers. You know, yeah. I, now we're big six A school. I think they eventually gonna move us football, the football team, up to six A. But right now. You know, we preparing for, you know, all yeah. the other sports are already in 6A and stuff like that. So we just preparing. We laying the foundation up so we can get to that. And, you know, so, man, I really appreciate you having me here. For man. sure. For sure. Me and be able to come out Look here and to talk about you again. my football yeah. team, my players, yeah. my coaches, man. We'll, we'll get and together I, again like midway through the season. And then after the season, we'll we'll talk about and talk about it again and get ready for next year. Oh, man, I love to come back. Man. All right. Ah, man, thank you. Yeah. Hey, in the meantime, if you're looking for more podcasts, look through our catalog. We've got podcasts with. The mayor, Terry Rosema, the town manager, small businesses in the area, and we've got stuff that Clint and I have done. We appreciate you tuning into this podcast. It means a lot. If you're looking to get your ad on this podcast, reach out to us. We can put you on here. You can have a video, voiceovers, or whatever you need to get your message out there. We hope you have a great day. Thank you.